0: Hey there, it's the Jew from the Chew on This Podcast, letting you know you can leave comments, questions, and suggestions in a number of ways. Reviews and comments are appreciated on iTunes and YouTube, and you can check out our daily postings on Facebook. Our Twitter feed and Instagram is at Chew on This Pod, and of course, as always, you can email us directly at Chew on This Podcast at gmail.com. So there you have it, folks. Short of a bat signal or an Avengers card, there's all the ways you can let us know how big of a nerd you truly are. Enjoy and chew on this podcast. to episode 16 of Chew on This, a Nerds United podcast. I'm BJ. Pick. All right. So recently I had the pleasure of sitting down and wasting, well, I shouldn't say wasting, but <laughs> using 14, 13 hours of my life dedicated to uh, to season two of Daredevil.
1: Yeah, it's like a double-edged sword, isn't it? It's like, oh my God, I, I can't believe I get a whole new season of something that I love. But then you binge watch it and you're like, fuck, I got to wait a whole new year to you know, watch it again or watch the new season.
0: Right. I I think, um, we talked about it earlier. It'd be nice if they had a bunch of these series in a row. So, Oh, that's right. Yeah. Like a month gap.
1: (laughs) It's amazing how many good ideas that we have that people who are much more famous and much more power than we do. Don't use our ideas.
0: No, nobody listens to us. No, because, because we have million dollar ideas.
1: Yeah. We have million dollar ideas. Just nobody to tell them to, that would actually pay attention. (laughs) (laughs)
0: <laughs> <laughs> well i i have to tell you man like last year when uh they announced that uh or was it maybe a year two two years ago when they announced that they got the marvel got the rights back to daredevil and uh that they were going to make it a tv series i got really super super excited because i did like the character a lot and you know i read the comics when i was a kid and um, when the, when the Affleck one came out, I wasn't really, I wasn't really too sold on it cause there's some really weird issues with that movie, but yeah. then like the, but I don't know if you've ever seen the director's cut, the rated R director's cut of that movie. No. It's actually a lot better. It's a lot better.
1: Do they cut the um, playground? Do they cut the playground scene out? No. Then it still I sucks. Mean, <laughs> yeah. I know. I know. <laughs> is Colin, is, that, right? is Colin Farrell still in it? Yeah. <laughs>
0: This is over the top acting still. Yeah,
1: is he still in it?
0: Yeah. Then the ra- the
1: rated R version still sucks.
0: All right. All right, it sucks. Um well, the Electric movie, the Electra movie itself is really really bad.
1: I I, know, we've talked about that before, but I have not watched that and I I don't see a reason to ever go back. I know we usually do the um, you know, prepping for the a uh, podcast beforehand and you know, watching, you know, whatever came before it. I I could yeah. not bring myself to watch the movie of Daredevil, and the movie Elektra to prepare for this podcast.
0: Oh, man. I, I, I couldn't either. Um, and, and the funny thing is with this particular property, we really don't need to because – No, because like, um, they
1: actually try to do it right.
0: Exactly. And season one, we've we've gushed about it before when we did our uh, favorite you know TV shows or upcoming yeah. TV shows. Um, just gushed about that season. Um, yeah, it was like 90 – was it crazy.
1: like 90-something percent? on uh Rotten yeah. tomatoes yeah yeah it's yeah. it's well deserved. It, deserved it yeah it's well deserved and, um, and i think you just mentioned that hallway scene is probably one of the best scenes that you that i've ever that i've ever seen in a really long time like
0: amazing the written,
1: camera work the written. stunt i mean the the fight choreography alone in in that show is ridiculous but that that fight in the hallway in episode two i think it is is just yeah just amazing and I was really disappointed. Well, I guess I'm going to jump ship now and, and talk about season two. But since we already segue into the fight sequence in, in that hallway scene, mm-hmm. they had mentioned um, that they knew that they had to do something to up the ante of the of the hallway scene. And I was like, oh, man, if they really up the ante, it's going to be fucking sick. And watching this new season, it was the escape from the apartment building or whatever. where the
0: Yeah, I think that was the thing third episode this time around like third or fourth yeah and
1: it wasn't it wasn't as good and i could see the cuts a lot there was a lot more cuts um yeah i mean they kind of they tried to do it a little bit differently where he's descending and i mean there's still a lot of cool things but they really shouldn't have hyped it up and said like to up the ante of the hallway scene
0: oh yeah I, i don't know how you would do that though i mean that hallway scene is just so epic. The well, way they it's didn't
1: even shot. they didn't even up. They didn't even up the ante. Remember that? I mean, the hallway scene is ridiculous. But remember, I forget which episode it was in the first season where they talk. No, um, when he's fighting the one guy from oh, fuck, what's the, the ninja group's name in that in that? show in that
0: is it the hand, the hand yeah
1: yeah yeah the when the, he fights that guy that from the hand that he's in the second season too but in the later on in the first season he gets all cut up and shit and i think that's when you get the, the night nurse actually is in the apartment like oh, patching him up that's right that's that i think
0: his name was no nobu or something something
1: like, like that like but that. he gets blown up at the end of the fight but but even that fight where he's getting like cut up and and shit like that they didn't even <sighs> i don't even think they typed i don't even think they, t- they topped that um that fight in this season, which I mean, you don't have, no. you don't have to, but, um, I, I don't remember anything that stood out this season as much. There was a lot of cool Punisher no. stuff.
0: The guy that got, so the guy that got normally, uh, the first guy to get hired, um, to write for daredevil, his name is, um, uh, drew Goddard. He's actually really, um, man, he's, he's done a lot of work, uh, mm-hmm. but he only wrote the first two episodes, which are like awesome and he was then tapped to direct and write the Sinister 6 movie from Sony right so, okay so he left and then the um the showrunner i think his name was um Denight Stephen Denight yeah this guy oh my god he's made some of the most amazing shows like um he did all the Spartacus shows okay which are fucking amazing um he wrote for Smallville, for Buffy the Vampire Slayer, for Angel. Wait did he write for um,
1: Did he write for Smallville before or after they got out of Smallville?
0: <laughs> I, I, yeah, I w- I would be curious because to know that. if um, he wrote
1: before they left Smallville, then great. But if he wrote after Smallville, then that's that's when the show just really started sucking ass.
0: Yeah, but you know, once once Drew left, he took over for Daredevil. Um, that show is awesome, and then he. Uh, um, the one, the, the one little misstep is that he was part of the writers' room in Transformers, part of the the think tank, whatever they want to call it. Oh god, um, that's an. And now aura. he is, and now he's tapped to direct um, Pacific Rim Two, which was, uh, which was. Geraldo Guillermo del Toro's baby, right. but I guess he's not going to direct it anymore because he wants to do other things. So wait, so he's that so, so the
1: director so the director of Pacific Rim Two was the showrunner of Daredevil. That's correct. So did he leave then, did he leave Daredevil before or after they he, announced Punisher and Elektra? He
0: left. He left directly after that season. Uh Oh, so this debuted. is way so before like in April of last year. Yeah, April of last year he he left. Okay. Um probably because he was tapped to do other things and you know. Right. So um now the new people There's two guys. Um his name is uh Doug Petrie, I forget what the other guy's name is. I think it's like Marco something Ramirez, Marco Ramirez. So when, um, uh, the night left, these two guys came in and they decided that I guess they were going to do the Punisher and also, um, Electra. Mm -hmm. And these guys aren't, these guys aren't, um, slackers either. They, um, although one of their misstep, I think is they co-wrote the fantastic four, <laughs> but, um, they did a lot of TV, um, pushing daisies, a lot of Joss. Oh, Whedon pushing daisies. Nice. All these guys, all these guys, um, worked at one point with Joss Whedon. So like they have this, like, and with J and with JJ's company, cause they did alias and loss. Like some of these writers, I can't remember. Okay. Get them all. So mixed they got, up. they got, but, a, um, they got a good pedigree. Yeah, they got a good pedigree. Um, Having said that, though, I know that you have said that you really dug season two. Um, I, I didn't mind I mean, it. You weren't, I mean, you weren't gushing about it. No, I wasn't gushing. I know that I liked it less. I know I liked it less than you did. Right. I think by like episode three or four, I texted you and said, I, "I'm not liking this so far as much."
1: Yeah, I think I think that I think um, my thought on it was that the bar was set so high. With the first season, I mean, there's, mm-hmm. there's really nothing wasted in that first season, um, at all. Nothing's really wasted. Every every thirteen episodes of that first season is is exactly what it needed to be, and it just kept it's, it's all you. it's
0: all self it's all self contained, right? I mean, it had a beginning, a middle, and an end.
1: You're talking about the um, to, overarching story, or each episode? The
0: first season, yeah, the first season.
1: Yeah, yeah, it had a begin. There was no there was no cliffhanger. At the end of the first season, he just ends up having the suit and just basically is the daredevil um, of Hell's uh, Kitchen. Which,
0: which it did two things. One, you were just so satisfied. Number two, you're like, I can't freaking wait till next year. Right. You know, once they once they announced they were going to do a second season. Um
1: and when they announced that okay. they were gonna do Punisher and Electra, I was like, Oh fuck yeah, this is Marvel getting, you know, getting their kids back again, just like, you know, Civil War of Spider Man getting, you know, coming back to Marvel. Right. So when they announced that they were gonna do Punisher and Elektra, I was like, Oh great, I'm gonna see like their vision of Punisher and Elektra that they would wanna do, you know, with no other outside studio controlling, you know, whatever goes on screen. And then they they announced that um Shane from the walking dead. Um,
0: yeah. John, I, John birth or what's his I can't, name?
1: I can't pronounce his last name, but I always call him Shane, but he, uh, I think it's
0: John, it's John Bernthal, Bernthal, something like, yeah, something John like
1: Bernthal. that. But when they announced him as the punisher, I was like, Oh fuck, that's a, you know, just like, it's, it's almost like every time they cast somebody as, as a, a superhero or a comic book person, you're like, wow, that's a perfect casting right there. Cause I never, I didn't even think about casting that guy. But then when they announced it, I was like, "Oh, that's perfect," you know. And I, I didn't know I who Electra, I didn't know who the actress who plays Electra is, no. but she's not bad in the show either. Like the casting is perfect. I think the casting is is pretty well done. Um, yeah. But I think the show suffers. I, I don't know what we didn't really get into specifics, but for me, like I and like you said, I like the show a lot more than you did this second season around. Mm-hmm. But mm-hmm. if I did have an issue with the show. I heard a lot of people saying, or read a lot of things that you know Fisk is missing. Oh fuck! Spoilers, by the way. Eleven minutes in now.
0: <laughs> Spoilers. Yeah, we haven't. Well, well, it's okay because we haven't got into it yet. So. But
1: um, that Fisk is missing from the season from this show. Like, I mean, Vin, uh, D- D- Donofrio is just ridiculously good in the first season. Oh yeah. But what's what's great about the second season and what fault what it's at. What's really not good about the second season, if you had the nitpick about it, was that there's a lot going on. Um, and Daredevil's kind of an asshole in the second season. Like,
0: Yeah, he is. He, like all his he's friends, just you know, like, it's liar. like,
1: yeah, he's like, it's my way, basically. And, you know, fuck the, the law firm that we're trying to do. And it's like you, you almost, like, you almost root against him at certain point in times, especially when he's um, speaking to Foggy. Oh, and yeah. he's trying to keep the firm afloat and you know and their dynamic takes a huge turn in this season, whereas the first season it's like you know, you can tell that they're best friends and stuff, and there's definitely a rift in the second season, and it's not the girl. Um the one the woman from uh True Blood, I forget her name. Um but uh Karen, I think her name is in the show.
0: Karen. Right, uh, right, right. It's
1: not her, which would you would think would be that, it's it's the fact that you know, he's Daredevil, and that's the problem that Foggy has with the whole thing is that he's sacrificing everything to be Daredevil. And that dynamic, although interesting, was like hard to watch, and it really painted Daredevil in a bad light. And I didn't have the same problem um, as far as villains go with, um, with Fisk be- being missing for most of the se- second season. Because here, here, here's my thought about the showrunner leaving, and and this is evident. You remember in the first season, there's basically like four or five different villains in the show, like that are like yes. uh, you know mob bosses and things like that, and then of course at the at the very top of it is is, is Fisk. Well, every person got to shine at some point in time and got some really good screen time um, in that in that first season. So there's really no reason – and I think there was more mob bosses in that first season than there were like adding extra characters in this that, season.
0: That was one of my favorite things about that show is they kept uh, – I, I was very interested in all those guys. The
1: dynamic, like, right? Like the dynamic to Fisk. Yeah. I, yeah. I, I,
0: yeah, I love that. Um,
1: so what I think is like really missing in this season is that the fact that the showrunner left and these new showrunners had a really hard time – making like the new villains kind of shine yeah. in their own certain way. And it isn't until Fisk shows his face again in the prison where you're like, holy fuck, I didn't even know he was in the second season. And of course he's only on screen for like 20 minutes for the entire second season. Yeah. And he fucking shines every second, especially that fight. Well, it really isn't a fight. He just be- basically beats the shit out of That's Matt Murdock awesome. in the entire, in the interview room. Yeah. yeah. Um, but i think they had a really hard time like having something more sinister than fisk in this or something well, they
0: kept, better they kept dr- than fisk yeah because they kept drawing from the season 1 villains like even gao you know they they brought her back in um right and, Ma- and
1: they brought the they brought that other guy back uh, that blew up
0: yeah that's right yeah and it-
1: well the hand has a bigger the, the hand is the main villain in this whole thing but the first four or five episodes is all about the Punisher.
0: Yeah. Okay. So good segue, because here's where I had a problem. They introduced him way too fast and they caught him way too fast. And then it kind of left this gap. And then all of a sudden, Electra shows up and then you find out that she was a cause of a lot of problems in his life and before. And that, he just he for whatever reason he he has like a thing for her he can't get rid of her even though he hates her guts for ruining his life or doing whatever God knows what right uh, they hint they allude to a lot of stuff that happened between them but he just keeps coming back to her for whatever reason and he's in love with Karen but there's you know so it, they just introduce all this stuff and I just frankly I, I'm sorry but like I didn't care for half of it I just I really didn't that to me wasn't well, a, a good enough conflict you know to keep that show interesting for me
1: like well i think i think that goes back to what we were saying where daredevil's kind of an asshole in this season yeah like where there's like really no there's really no reason why he should go to electra and be infatuated with electra again other than the fact that he can share that dark side of daredevil with her right um right. like she beckons for that that thing from him even though and like what's crazy is that every time that he tries to do something good or tries to do it his way it always backfires yeah that's true like basically and what's crazy is like so like you know what you're saying about introducing punisher so soon and 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 everything which i didn't really mind because i really wanted to see him as punisher um but when he gets it's right before like he gets caught. That's like probably the gem of the entire season is when he's giving that speech about that monologue about his family and what actually happened to his family. Yeah, yeah. And I thought that was, that, that was, I mean, out. even though it ran, it was it, to me, that was the best of the entire second season right there. Yeah. The problem is it's really unrealistic because he's just standing there for like eight minutes telling this fucking story. <laughs> and I'm like, where the fuck are the cops? Right. Like, <laughs> why are the cops taking so fucking long to get here? Like and what's awesome about that whole sequence too is that he basically could have got out of there without the daredevil,
0: right? Um, right.
1: He had set up the whole fucking thing from the beginning. Like he, that scene before, right before he gets caught, you, he actually cut his arm open and shoved the razor blade in his fucking forearm. Like that's how fucking badass the Punisher is in this in this show. Yeah. Um. So let's let's talk about the Punisher really quick. What was your take on the Punisher versus the other versions of the Punisher that we've seen? Well, and, like I already know the Dolph Lundgren version doesn't count. No, but what about no, I saw uh, Thomas Jane's? Version. What What about the other the Thomas? Yeah, Thomas Jane and the other I guy. I never watched um, the
0: second movie. To be honest with you, I, I it looked – it it didn't look good and i don't i don't know what it was rated on rotten tomatoes but the first one i
1: think it was rated r or, P, or like a hard pg13 because I, so. I remember yeah. the second movie i watched the second movie and that movie is violent as hell
0: it's war- called warzone right like that- punisher warzone yeah yeah
1: yeah like it, it seriously is violent as hell and it's it's the the difference between this punisher and that punisher is i feel like the production value of this version is a lot better than the oh, yeah. and than the than warzone because like it's almost like a a B movie shoot 'em up type movie, war, like Warzone. It was it was much better, like uh, like hardcore gritty wise than the Thomas Jane version. Yeah, um, in that sense, I mean, Thomas Jane was a better Punisher than that guy, but the show, the tone of the second show, I'm sorry, second movie, Warzone, was a lot better than the first one. Okay, and John Travolta is just fucking terrible in the first, oh yeah in that I, first not Stand him in
0: that. Um, you know the pun- but overall, the punisher- like,
1: I think I like this. This is my favorite punisher.
0: Okay, yeah, yeah, for sure. I mean, he did an awesome job and I I did like their take on him and I like the fact that he was I mean, they kind of like gave him that PTSD thing cuz that's more realistic so like he's kind of gone a little ballistic and over the top and
1: they changed his origin a little bit too. A little so bit. he's more of a what was he uh, what, wait, was he Navy SEAL? Was he Navy Seal or Green? Uh, he was something like a Ranger. Gosh. Whatever he was, he was like one of the higher levels yeah, of like was, badass was. Army people or military people.
0: Yeah, yeah, definitely. He definitely was. And um, uh, I did like his take on it, and I thought he looked the part. I mean, he looked amazing. I like the, you know, the whole um, uh, the origin of the symbol. You know, was like an X-ray of his head with a bullet in it, but he survived.
1: Yes. Yeah. Yeah. I yeah. That was really I, and cool. I loved and i thought i loved when he repeated the nighttime story that he would read to his daughter oh. right before right before he be, you know did bad things right. right i thought that was so cool that like i knew thing. something had to tie into it but then when he actually told the story and revealed it i was like that's fucking awesome so
0: so punisher warzone got 27%. that's almost beat batman v superman um percent that, <laughs> fuck that's terrible well like
1: i said like it's the tone of that movie is way better than than the first one like if if thomas jane was that second movie it probably would have been a lot better yeah i I know the guy that they got i can't remember his name but the guy that they got to play in war zone he i mean he i know he looks the part looks more like the punisher but i just like thomas jane a lot better
0: yeah i do too I did too. Well, he's a good, he's a good actor. Um, but you know, this, this take, I mean, I did, there are certain things about him that I really dug. Um, the one thing that I noticed also is that he's kind of like, a, like if Dexter was a, a war hero or something. I mean, he, he's just like,
1: right. He, he, he justifies his killing. That's right. He murders. just
0: goes after bad guys. Like I remember that scene. Um, he's in uh, that, um, uh, was it a pawn shop or something like that? And he was getting something from the guy. Oh, my
1: God. Yes. And He was almost. Yes. Out and the he fucking door. talks about. Yes. Oh, my God. Yeah. That was so fucking badass. That was
0: bad. I mean, the guy was just talking about, do you want to watch porn? Do you want this? And he's like, no, I just want to get out of here. And like he says, I even got like kiddie porn or something like that. Kids videos. Yeah. And yeah. He, he stops, puts his shit down, locks the door and goes back. And you're like, Oh, that guy's dead.
1: <laughs> <laughs> that guy, uh, he, he, he has no idea how close he came to living.
0: Right. <laughs> like,
1: right. like he was three steps away from leaving that pawn shop and he would have stayed alive. Oh my God. And then he had to fucking go and open his mouth and you find out it's, it, he's selling something worse than guns. <laughs> and I was like, okay, I'm okay with this. He, go he ahead. Was, fucking he, kill him.
0: He was scary. The punisher dude, he was scary. Um, he, it, yeah, he it was really scary. Um, and I, I did, I, I did like to take on him and whatnot. Um, I don't know if I was really a big fan of Electra. I mean, I, I tried to like her, you know, but I think they just kind of, again, they didn't really write her all that well, or it, it didn't make. I don't know. I guess her character didn't make a whole lot of sense.
1: Okay, well, I didn't. I didn't see the Electra movie. Is this version better than the Jennifer oh, Garner f- version? Oh my
0: god, yeah, yeah. You're talking the okay. you're talking <laughs> the regular Elektra. I told you is like Catwoman status. It's really bad. It's really, okay. really bad. And it's very... It uses a lot of mystical stuff, too, in it. So, like, when they did this with the hand and, and then putting her in the end in the coffin, which you know she's going to be back for Season 3 if they do do a Season 3. And um, and so right. I just... I, I don't know, man. Like, I had a really hard time, like, connecting with that character. And then even connecting with, you know, the, the whole... St- the weird i don't know spiritual aspect of it or the the supernatural aspect because that see i i
1: I didn't have a problem with that because i knew i knew the hand when they announced the hand like from last season yeah i knew that that's the direction that like that's what that is like they're not going to try to they're not trying to sugarcoat t- the fact that it has the supernatural aspect. How much, aspect are, how to much
0: it. Did they touch upon the hand in the first season? Like I, I know we fought not a lot. It nobody, was just but- a, it was
1: just a teaser. Yeah, it was just a teaser. Okay, um, because it was it was basically from that guy who came back to life in the second season. Um, right, that that he blew up. Right. Like everybody was trying to figure out who the fuck yeah, that guy was, that- and everybody was like, he's got to be part of the hand. See,
0: that fight sequence was so amazing last season that when they brought him back, I was like, really, you know. It's like, couldn't you have someone else in there, or, you know, because that fight sequence was so perfect that to, like, have him die and then, like, come back, it kind of does a disservice. You know, I'm just like, oh, my God, like, you went.
1: Well, I think I think that's how they I think that's how they were trying to introduce, like, that people can come back from the dead. right? And like, that's why that's why, like, when you saw him and then Electra is killed at the end, you knew that she was going to come back once they shoved her in that box. Right. So, I mean, I, I I didn't mind that too much. I just think that the pacing of the thirteenth episodes um, didn't didn't wasn't exci- as exciting as the first one. There wasn't a lot of suspense built up. Right. Um, there wasn't like this big overarching mystery of what was going to happen, and they, like didn't really keep you guessing too much. I mean, but at the same time, like Daredevil season two is a lot better than a lot of shit oh, that we're probably oh, watching sure. on yeah, TV right I, I now. should be clear about that. I mean, it's much, better than, it, it's much better than Arrow. It's obviously much better than Gotham, who I still haven't, I'm like fucking 18 episodes behind. Right. Um,
0: no, I, I, uh, it's I should. Much
1: better than Legends of Tomorrow. I should
0: be clear about that. I, I loved, I mean, I loved Daredevil. I, I really enjoyed season two. I didn't love it as much as I did season one, but it's still again that yeah i mean
1: the bar was set the bar was set so high from the first season and you lost your showrunner too so that was the, the cards were stacked against you which you're just lucky that they didn't take a big shit in season two you know like they they did enough to garner enough recognition to justify season three yeah and, it, and to continue to move on to get to the defenders this
0: season hit what 75 76 percent something like that
1: Something like that, yeah. It's, which isn't too bad. bad.
0: It's Still certified. For, I mean, you could be the first Punisher. The first Punisher is twenty nine percent, which is what Batman v Superman is right now. Is at twenty nine percent. So,
1: I would. I, who's more? Who do you think's more annoying, John Travolta in that first Punisher, or Jesse Eisenberg? I've.
0: Oh fuck! Damn it.
1: Uh, I'm gonna go with Jesse Eisenberg, and the reason why is because he's playing a bigger character. I
0: guess, man. That's that's a tough one. That's a tough
1: one. Well, pound for pound, you got to think... For me, it's pound for pound. Like, I don't even know who the fuck John Travolta was playing in the first movie. I couldn't tell you in either. In that movie.
0: I couldn't tell you either. And he, but I
1: know Jesse Eisenberg is playing a, a Titanic character like like Lex Luthor. So if I had to say which one's worse, it, it has to be Jesse Eisenberg. All
0: right. I guess, like, man, that was a tough one. That's like, you know, choosing between two kids or something. that you're, Your own kids. What do you, what, well, what do you choose?
1: Or, no, choose two other kids that you hate. Right.
0: <laughs> It's which kids do you hate more? Kids, the, the, the two kids that you hate in the neighborhood, but you have to pick one to babysit. You're like, uh, I'll, take, <laughs> yeah. I'll take Jesse Eisenberg. <laughs> um,
1: yeah, which one's which one's smaller that I can? I'll fit just in look the at Jesse
0: and be like, dude, I loved you in Zombieland. Come with me. <laughs> it's fine.
1: <laughs> yeah, just do Zombieland. Jo- don't ever do anything right. else, John
0: Travolta. I don't know, man. You haven't made a good movie in like 20 years, so like, I don't. Know. <laughs> that's that's messed up. Um. <laughs> <laughs>
1: well, I mean Travolta, Travolta's character was so bad that I can't even remember the his character name. You
0: know. is, it must have been it no, it's not important at all but Um
1: No, it, has, it doesn't matter at all. He's just he's so bad in that fucking movie. <laughs> so we so we He probably caught co- he probably cost that movie 60% on Rotten Tomatoes oh my alone.
0: Gosh. I know. I know. Every time you put Travolta in it, it drops 20%. It's, just it's,
1: it's, bad. <laughs> it's the average it's the travolta it's a average,
0: travolta average. <laughs>
1: <laughs> if he's not in a tarant if he's not in a tarantino movie your movie automatically drops 20 percent on <laughs> rotten tomatoes
0: <laughs> what would you call battlefield earth boy
1: <laughs> well considering that he was the one who wanted to like what look look that up really quick what battle what's battlefield earth rated um, I'm going to shit if it's my like God. 29%. Okay.
0: I want you to guess. Guess. Okay. This is a guessing game. What? 10%. What do you. Th- no. <laughs> I'll give you three guesses. That's one guess.
1: 40%. No.
0: Now you're going the way the different direction. uh 2%. Oh, my God. You're so close. 3%. Really? percent yeah, are you surprised okay, that it so- actually got three <laughs> percent? Yeah, they they so love if, that. if John
1: Travolta is it, so if John Travolta is in your movie, it's automatically down yeah, twenty percent. if he tries to make a movie and tries to produce the movie, it's an automatic ninety seven percent average.
0: Do you decline? Do you know that after that movie came out and died is. As- Bad as it did, that he's like was adamant about making another one. He's like, we're gonna do a sequel, and people are like, what? <laughs> <laughs> who the Why?
1: fuck are you gonna get? Like, who are you gonna get to be in that I movie know, after man. your he's movie gonna comes make out it, at three percent?
0: Making his basement with cardboard cutouts and who knows, like. <laughs> <laughs> he's
1: gonna have like he's gonna have to use like props from like Home Alone. He's gonna use like the Michael Jordan cutout from Home Alone. <laughs>
0: <laughs> you felt <filled> the animal. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh god i i saw that movie actually from beginning to end it's it, it was literally the worst thing i've ever seen i mean pretty close to it anymore.
1: i just know it has the um it has a good actor in it it has the uh the guy that was a sniper in saving private ryan and he also played um roger maris in oh yeah with yeah. thomas it jane him,
0: but i think it also had Ironically. It, I think it also had forrest whitaker though too
1: uh was he was in that
0: yeah i think so i think he played one of the aliens um which
1: i don't fucking remember. i don't know
0: i hope he didn't do it now i'm now i'm now i'm like because that's <laughs> the reason why that movie's three percent because he <laughs> it went up a little because those bit. two guys were in and it it went up because
1: those bit. two guys were in it yeah <laughs>
0: <laughs> oh my god um anyway uh back to back to punisher so we could both agree that we like the punisher in this we like the take that marvel had
1: i did i did i really did like him in it and the the only thing that really bothered me about the punisher wasn't that he got caught so quickly um it was the fact that he just basically like comes out of nowhere towards the end and saves his ass with a sniper rifle. Yeah, and it like kind of re- it kind of reminded me of uh, Do you remember Billy Madison? Yeah, when he goes around calling people that he fucked with in high school. <laughs> yeah, and it's it's uh it's what's his face? Oh fuck! It's he, The guy's in like every Adam Sandler movie. Uh, uh Buscemi. Oh yeah. It's, it's yes. Bushemi and like, yeah, he, he, he has the sniper rifle at the end and shoots the guy in the ass, it's like right. on stage. Right. Like he just comes out of nowhere. And when the Punisher saved Daredevil at the end of this, at the end of the season, I was like, where the fuck did he come from? And I immediately thought of like, I immediately thought of Billy, I immediately thought of, yeah, I immediately thought of, uh, Billy Madison and Steve Buscemi, and I pictured the Daredevil go, I'm so glad I called that guy. <laughs> so like it kind of took me out of it a little bit a little
0: bit well he's he's like really um like in the beginning of the the show he's really menacing like i was like a little frightened i was like what the fuck is going on like who's this guy wiping everybody out like just killing them left and right and then you know the way everything was he was being portrayed he was like this um it was kind of like the way wilson fisk was portrayed in a way as this like shadow thing and and then once he like comes on screen he's just larger than life i didn't really get that with the punisher i I didn't get that moment where i was like holy shit they just kind of introduced him way too
1: well here's why because well here's why because wilson fisk has this calmness about him yeah and you don't know when the fuck he's (coughs) going to snap no but with the punisher with the punisher you knew when he was around a bad guy Mm -hmm. something bad was going to happen like he was going to kill somebody with Fisk, you just never knew when he was going to like he, just lose it.
0: He, when he loses it too, he just, he was like pounding on him like he was an ape. You notice that he looked like a gorilla. I know,
1: and uh, he was just yeah. Like, I mean, bam, that's bam, where bam. he has that. Yeah, that's where he has that. Like you know, that's his ability. That's his like superhero strength or whatever. Yeah. that's his ability. Or
0: like headbutt you or something like that. He's just like just a big thing, a big wall. It's crazy. Yeah, I know but uh, yeah I love that when they brought Fisk back and then they did a little call back like they showed him uh, sitting on the side of the bed looking at the white wall and I was like that's fucking awesome yeah so yeah I thought that was cool God, yeah, that was yeah. great um, it, yeah I think I think
1: you're right I think once they introduce a lecture the show took a turn for the worse yeah well not the worst but it was like it wasn't as good as the
0: Punisher right right and and, and Punisher spends most of the time like behind bars and they're trying to you know, the legal team's trying to get him out he's being really difficult. And I just, you know, I had a hard time like dealing with that storyline until they got the Punisher back out of jail again. And then I was like, all right, like, here we go again. Like now, yeah. and then it started to kind yeah, of, but then he
1: just, bit. but then he never, but nothing happened again because that's when Electra came out or revealed herself. And, yeah. you know, you were dealing with that storyline. I almost feel like they should have just left it just as the Punisher. Mm-hmm. Um, with it and and, and not put Electra in it because, or at least just concentrate on Electra and not put the Punisher then, in it, like one or the other.
0: I don't know about you. Like, did it bother you or did, did you mind that stick? I mean, I love the character of stick, especially in the first season. I thought he was awesome and I, I love the origin and their relationship and all that. But I felt it really convenient that she trained under him too.
1: Yeah. Yeah, I know. I, I it was trying to tie Uh, like i don't i don't know too much about daredevil's origin so i can't really say if that's really what happens um so but as far as the tv show goes there's like this other like there's this other thing going on with stick and apparently he's like this leader of this other cult or whatever or this other like underground army trying to stop yeah right trying to stop the hand and that was never that was never solved. So, like, obviously, the next season has to deal with, you know, that type of a thing and fisk whenever he gets out. Yeah, because, because like, he basically like he basically says he's going to get out.
0: Yeah, because season one, um, he uh, tries to kill that kid because like they, the the little kid. Right. I can't remember. I think they were shipping something and they thought it was a weapon of some kind and it ended up being a child or um I think. So. Oh, right. Right. Okay. And then like, um, and, and
1: you're never, it's T it's, it's brought up again in the second season and you don't know who the hell that kid you, is. You don't
0: like, like he was trying to kill him and Daredevil's was like, no, you can't kill this kid. You know, he's just a kid. And then like, they're talking about sky or something like that in this season. And you come to find out that Electra was, was the thing that they were looking for the entire time that well almost like it reminded me of the fifth element <laughs> really they're like
1: oh wait of what
0: it reminded me of the fifth element that movie fifth element. oh oh you know where they're just like yeah
1: i like i like i like her better than this election if that was the case <laughs> yeah yeah that's that that movie's really good yeah, it's, like it's a really good sci-fi movie it's so
0: fu- yeah that movie's so fun um Yeah. I, you know, I don't know. There was just some, some sort of like some plot convenience and, um, you know, the action still held up pretty well, although Mm -hmm. the set pieces, I think from the first season are some of them are far superior, but the the fighting was still good. I love the, um, the costume maker, they brought him back and like, you know, he went and saw him and said, Hey man, you know, my, my helmet's cracked. What can you do for me? And he's like, Oh yeah, you're going to be screwed for a while. I'm going to have to rebuild this thing from scratch and, you know, just don't get your head bashed in until I get this thing for you. And and, and then like the, and then he gets that, the helmet and it's like really freaking strong. Didn't they like, weren't they shooting at him or hitting him over the head or something like that? And it was just dinging off of it. Like it, it didn't. Yeah. He he
1: reinforced it with something different. I forget. Basically he, he's basically, his head is basically indestructible with that helmet on. Yeah.
0: (laughs) And then they, then they introduce the, uh, the um he gives him the the gift which is the um,
1: the cane the, yeah with the the, st- the the stick the daredevil
0: weapon whatever oh my it is, god yeah. that thing on that thing was awesome I I thought yeah I was so like I, I that was the one time I think I got goosebumps in the second season is when he finally got that weapon because he, that's like his weapon and but it has multiple uses and when he used it I was like oh shit son like awesome yeah you know. So I thought I thought What do you
1: cool. think about that whole what do you think about the whole night nurse subplot in this season? Um I thought it was weird. I thought it was like really weird and just kind of out of I, place. I, it like, was out of place. And once again once again the dare like Daredevil like does something dickish and somebody else pays for it. Right.
0: Right. Um I I think this season it almost felt like um I don't know. Like in Jessica Jones season, it kind of made sense when they had her in there.
1: Oh, dude, they dropped so many. They dropped so many Easter they eggs did. about Jessica Jones, which I thought was pretty cool. Yeah, they did. Because you get you get Carrie Ann Moss's character in that. Yeah, and she she hires Foggy. Yeah,
0: that was awesome.
1: That, um, that was pretty cool. I like that.
0: So I mean, that's good that they're, they're they have all those people in the universe. I think um, the Luke Cage's uh, series starts in September. So, um, we'll, we'll yeah. get, we'll get to see that. And probably some of Jessica Jones universe and maybe some daredevil who knows. Um, so I'm, well,
1: J- Jessica Jones, I think is until next year it comes out or something. Oh, like okay.
0: that. Yeah. I'm, I'm, uh, we'll see how that goes. I, I, you know, uh, we've already talked about, I wasn't a huge fan of Jessica Jones, but I, again, that doesn't mean anything. It just, it, this Marvel, these Marvel shows are really like high in a but like really well done so by s-
1: well i mean we were comparing the first season of jessica jones to the first season of Daredevil. daredevil.
0: I, d- I did even so much so that after i watched jessica jones and we had a chat about it i actually went back and watched season one of daredevil again and it like it still held up i mean it was awesome the second time around and i caught a bunch of stuff you know the second time so i i'm gonna give this like another probably <coughs> six months like wait till the end of summer something like that and i'll go back and watch daredevil season two again and
1: I think if you I think if you watch it as a standalone season and not try to compare it to the first season. I
0: know, it's hard. Um, it's really
1: hard. I think it's I think it's a lot Yeah, I mean I, I don't think people analyze this stuff as much as we do like yeah. people like us analyze it because there's I have a coworker who was watching this watched like just finished it too. And I was like, "Well, what would you think?" And he's like, "Dude, I loved it." And I'm like, "Okay." Like, that's, like, a normal person watching it, yeah. not somebody who's, like, neurotic, like I, we are, I know. I put, who fucking I analyze this, every frame. I
0: analyze everything, and, and even down to, like, oh, yeah, I saw that before in season one. Like, I just caught a lot of stuff where I'm, like, oh, they're just regurgitating some of those things, even, like, the, the whole fight thing going down That yeah, I mean, he went and fought people going yeah, down the building.
1: Yeah, I, but... I paid a lot of, I paid really close attention, because when, cause when it happens in the first season, like, it just catches you off guard, oh, okay. like when it happens because nobody was talking about it really and when it happened you're just sitting there like did i just fucking see that did that just really happen that whole that whole thing was like almost one shot and it's like you can see how like exhausted like the actor is charlie cox is at the end of that fight it's like there's a there's a there's a part where he almost breaks character where he's so exhausted from fighting and it but it plays it I'm, i'm you know, I shouldn't have said broke character. You can see like the true tiredness that he actually has. Like he's just exhausted from fake fighting. Yeah. But it's real tired. You know what I mean? And in the, in the second season, I, I basically was waiting for it because they had teased it before the season even launched saying like, we knew we had to up the ante and I'm like, Oh my God, if you up the ante on that hallway scene, that's going to be ridiculous. So I paid attention and there was like a lot more cuts so there really wasn't it didn't really have the same impact and not to mention that he is in full armor at this point in time too right so he's not so getting there's that, shit there's that there's that level of yeah. right exactly so there's this level of like if he gets hit or you know cut he's really not going to feel it because he's covered in armor right um whereas in the first season when that fight happens he just has that awesome black on black <laughs> yeah just a black which, shirt
0: and black pants
1: yeah which still like I I I love that costume. It was so simple.
0: Yeah, I loved it too. I I really um I was surprised about how much I liked that, and I was surprised that they waited until the very last episode to actually show him in his suit. I was like, wow, well done.
1: But it was so good. Yeah, but that was, was so really good that they well did done. that.
0: Um, and I like that they've. It wasn't like it wasn't like I don't know X Men Origins right. rushing to get the claws. <laughs> right. I just I just like and you know in this season they've. You know, I like that he said, you know, hey, you need to help me upgrade this thing. Like, they just keep – it's just like with everything. I mean, everything – that's realistic. If your thing didn't do something the way – you know, you're like, oh, shit. You know, a dog bit through my armor. <clears throat> I need to fix this. And they fix it, you know. Um, they did the same yeah, thing like in Nolan – yeah, the Nolan Batmans were the same way. It's like, you know, I need
1: – It's like, I want to be able to turn my head. I want
0: to be able to turn my head. I don't want <clears throat> to get the dog biting me. You know, I need, I need good shit. So, yeah, I do like that. I like that they – really paid attention to some of the details. I like that stuff. Um, but as far as, you know, again, the story and some of the little things that they did, I just, I wasn't a huge fan of it. But, you know, having said that, now that they've gotten through this season, which felt kind of like a filler season, I think next year or next season, they, they really need to go all out. I've, I've actually heard Rumblings that this is the last season of Daredevil, the next one, and then that they're, because they're trying to build the world, they're trying to get the Defender series off the ground. Um, but you've got, yeah, I mean, I know they have season two of Jessica Jones. I know they have Luke Cage, um, which finished filming. I think they're post-production, whatever. And then you've got iron fist, which I think is ramping up to start filming soon. They got the guy and probably training and writing scripts or doing God knows what. So. That's the one I'm probably more interested in than any of the other series is Iron Fist. But, Iron Fist. Yeah. I wanna know how they're I'm I'm do
1: curious. Like- I'm curious how they're gonna update the narrative on that with a white guy.
0: Yeah. I know. <clears throat> it's gonna be interesting, man. Um
1: Because I think a lot of people who really don't know that comic are just like, Well, the original guy's white. I'm like, Yeah, the original guy's white because you needed a white guy to like explain Asian culture to you fucking moron. Right. But now that, but now that there's a lot more like, you know, it's a bigger melting pot here. It, it doesn't make any sense to to see Asian culture through a white guy's eyes. It actually makes more sense to actually bring the Asian culture to America with an Asian guy, right? And 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 him trying to adjust to America that
0: makes total sense. Again, we talked about this um, in a diversity episode a few episodes ago. Um, yeah, how Marvel missed a a pretty big opportunity to bring more diversity to the universe and this is i mean it it was a no-brainer to me why they wouldn't want to do it that way i understand that they're trying to be whatever close to the material blah blah but you know what your average fucking guy has no idea who iron fist is anyway so why not really change it up and then like i said you have you know again i'm not trying to be all like pc or something like that but now you have like and charlie cox obviously a white guy you have electra who's you know exotic you have uh luke cage is african-american guy you have you know iron fist could have been you know a, a different culture you know asian of course which makes you do sense. realize
1: you do realize when he puts that mask on he's got like slanted, slanted eyes, eyes. In the, in the costume. Right? I,
0: and how are they gonna oh my god like the more i think they about better not it, the put slanted upset. eyes on that costume they better not you're right they better not do that um the more i think about it the more kind of upset i'm getting about it but you know it's true <laughs> the only
1: reason the only reason why i'm not screaming from the rooftops or whatever it's cuz it's marvel
0: right right right
1: that's the only reason why because like i i i'll trust them i'll give them the benefit of the doubt because because it's fucking marvel right <laughs> like what have they really put out there that you're like wow that's not only is that fucking horrible but that is really like that's just being like ignorant and racist. Like it, it's not fucking Michael Bay doing Iron Fist, you know?
0: Right. I don't know if you guys um, so. know it out there, but we do not like Michael Bay. I don't know if you figured that out. By now.
1: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, wait till the next tra- next one. Wait till you see. Wait till the next footage of Transformer movie comes out. Oh man! You think we were fucking? You think we were shitting on? You think we were shitting on Zack Snyder? Oh my god. Like, wait till Michael Bay puts out a next film. Is he actually filming?
0: Is he actually directing the fifth Transformer movie? Yeah. The sad sad thing is we're probably going to pay money to go see that. And then we're going to shit on it the next week.
1: I'm so not. I have not seen a Transformers movie in theaters. How many movies are out now? Four. For Transformers i haven't i haven't paid money since the second one
0: yeah i i took my son to the third and fourth one because he he loved it and i took him to ninja turtles i had to suffer through that turd um uh, but
1: never i didn't i didn't uh, pay for that one but either But
0: the bizarre thing is dude i i wrote off to ninja turtles two ages ago but then i saw a commercial where they they're they're going full bore they're just they don't give a shit they're like putting yeah. bop and what's his name and and Rocksteady, Rocksteady, and then uh, Krang. I was like, "Oh my god, I have to see this," just because they're throwing everything, including the kitchen sink, into this freaking movie. So like now I'm like, "God, damn. they are."
1: But the the first one wasn't good.
0: No, it's not good by any stretch of the means. But what I'm saying is, is that when I saw that that trailer, I was like, I, "It's like pure curiosity." struck me stronger way more than the first movie i didn't give a (laughs) shit about the first movie i knew it was going to suck but this one has a potential to still suck but the point is is that they put stuff in the movie that i never thought i'd ever see in my lifetime i thought you know oh i'll never get to see i mean those are things from the cartoon i think that they made up yeah. So I'm like, oh yeah. my god, I gotta see that. I don't know why, but I gotta see that. And then they got Steven Amell to play uh, Casey Jones. So I'm like, well, oh god, you know, maybe they'll have some. If flashbacks. there's a fucking flashback in that, <laughs> dude. If
1: there's a flashback in that movie, just fucking walk out.
0: <laughs> right. Um. Yeah, man. <laughs> Speaking of which, Arrow is. I mean, it's so hard to watch right now because they keep doing these flashbacks of him running around the island now and it's got all this yeah i'm a few i'm a few
1: episodes behind that now it's
0: oh my god it, it's turned into like a, a cw soap opera big time i think flash is the only one that actually is like a comic book did you
1: not not to go too far off on a tangent because we are talking about daredevil and marvel stuff but did you did you watch the crossover with the flash and supergirl
0: yeah um what what did you think about that
1: i didn't really like it
0: you didn't like it I felt
1: no because she's in a different universe.
0: Yeah, uh, well, you know, I didn't mind. So I, I was like, I didn't mind because so he though. was like,
1: he was like shocked. He was like shocked that there's Supergirl, right? And I was like, wait a minute, does that mean? Because remember, there's super. He, he, she's in the same universe as Superman. Mm-hmm. So does that mean that in his in in the Flash's universe, there's no such thing as Superman? Right.
0: That's exactly, almost, pretty much exactly what they're saying. Which kind of contradicts. Well, then everybody.
1: that's why I fucking hate it. Which I fucking hate.
0: Yeah. No, I didn't like it. I get that. I I kind of put that aside. I put the story bullshit aside and watched it for what it was and I I liked their interactions together. I didn't like the story. I thought the story was stupid No. and I thought the reason why he was there I think was their
1: chemistry stupid. their chemistry was good. Their chemistry was good, yeah. but again, the plot the plot and the fact that Superman doesn't live in the Flash's universe is fucking bullshit. It's
0: contradictory too. You know, it's Yeah. But, you know, whatever. I'm you know, their the TV land is way different than uh uh, the movie universe and i guess it got a huge ratings like it got a huge bump um in it ratings. did but like the, it
1: wasn't it wasn't any good
0: no but you know i guess you know they have well here the problem is this is the problem you could tell that um they didn't write this thing up until maybe a couple months ago so if they would have had planned it for months ago you know, from the beginning of the season, I think it would have made a lot more sense for for them to cross over. Uh, but the way it's, I just
1: want to, I want to know, I want to know the logical sense to not to to have Supergirl and Superman only be in a different universe. Well, I don't know. Or a different. I, I, I couldn't tell you there, except or for Earth.
0: from what I've heard from Kevin Smith's podcast and some other things, is that they've hinted that there's a multiverse. That's why. Ezra Miller is the flash and Barry and uh, Grant Gustin isn't in the DCU because, Oh, well there's multiple. So it's like, they're trying to justify like why they're doing the things that they're doing. And, but, but also saying like, Oh, cause Zack Snyder said, uh, well, he doesn't fit the tone of the DCU. I'm like, fuck you. Like really? Like Grant Gustin is awesome. I'm sorry. Like he is awesome as the flash. And I'm not just saying that as like, a fan of the show i mean i love the show but he makes the show if he's not any good the show sucks so yeah i, I love his character you know and love everything about that show and i think they could have they could have you know put him in there if they would have tried hard enough for god's sake so look if if zach
1: snyder if zach snyder is telling you that you're the tone of something you're doing is not fitting his tone that's a compliment
0: it is it book. is a compliment, and it's also egotistical because he says it doesn't fit my tone, my tone. I'm like, okay, yeah. okay. Um, your tone is not what the DC universe is. I'm sorry, because if you it's if not. you look at the Berlanti verse, you know, <laughs> whatever you want to call it, you look at his shows. They're very like, even though Arrow's like dark and all that stuff, there's still like points in the show where it's lit up. It's really lit, you know. Even the underground, their their layers. I mean, like lit. when it
1: when it's daytime, it looks like daytime. That's right.
0: And like Supergirls, <laughs> yeah. Supergirls very colorful. Flash is extremely colorful. The Flash reminds me of like you go to the store and pick up a comic book and open it up. Like every episode is a comic, you know. Brought well, to well,
1: every comic book is different, like you know. But see, you know, every comic book is different. It has their own. It has their every comic book has their own tone,
0: right. But you cannot put Batman, Superman, Green Lantern, all those guys and have the same freaking tone. It doesn't work. It it doesn't it doesn't work. So
1: Well take a look at take a look at the subject matter at hand is look at Daredevil and Jessica Jones. Yeah. Daredevil Daredevil's in Hell's Kitchen. And overall that show's pretty gritty. Mm-hmm. Because it's Daredevil. But when you look at Jessica Jones, not a lot of grittiness to it unless she's like when she actually goes into Hell's Kitchen it, it gets a little gritty. But overall that it's, show's it's, pretty it's pretty normal. bright and,
0: and colorful. But but it you can put Daredevil in that show and it would work. You could put Jessica Jones. Right. In and that there's
1: movie. no there's no like there's no like filter like Zack Snyder uses for whatever he does for his films that mutes all the colors.
0: Well, this is what I'm wondering. Is he like okay, some oh, I know a woman, somebody's directing um Wonder Woman. I think it's a woman actually, right. which is cool. Yeah, it is. um is he like overseeing that? Is he visiting the set, going like it's too light to turn that light down, <laughs> like that? I don't know. I don't know
1: because, well, because like the the subject matter for Wonder Woman, from what we've seen, it looks like they're going back to World War One, and I don't really need World War One to be like very bright. I'm almost thinking like it has to have this like same tone as you know, saving private Ryan even though it's in World War Two. Right. Like it has to have something like that. You
0: um you asked me if I've seen her costume, like the normal what it normally looks like, and I finally looked it up and I was like, damn, it looks awesome. But they they muted they yeah, muted the Superman's, shit out of Superman's it. Superman's Superman's
1: costume is really bright too. Yeah.
0: They muted the shit out of it. I was like
1: They actually had an they had an interview, um they interviewed the costume designer and she was being asked about the costumes Was obviously about what she did in her
0: drive <laughs> Was she <all> sad? <laughs>
1: well she what's funny what's funny is is she actually said like I, I don't think she i don't think she put two and two together but I'm, I'm paraphrasing her quote and she said the fans will probably get annoyed because i made the costumes a little bit too bright oh, <laughs>
0: I'm like, have
1: you ever <laughs> you have imagine? you ever seen a zack snyder movie She's I'm like, you've never seen a Zack Snyder can, movie, have you? You, it doesn't, you could put fucking neon lights on it and it would still be like dark <laughs> as hell. Can
0: you imagine her like inviting her friends and family to the movie? They're like, You get to see my costumes and they're like, What the fuck? What is this? Yeah, why
1: did you make yeah, why'd you make it so dark?
0: <laughs> I mean that my favorite costume was Batman's. I mean it was really close to the, the right. Frank Miller comic. But But there's
1: but there's but there's different But if you look at, if you actually take a picture, if you go online and look at a picture of Batman's costume, Mm -hmm. there's multiple colors in that costume, but you can't see them because of this filter that he puts on his films. Yeah, I don't. Like, there's a distinct color of gray and like a dark bluish gray in the costume, and you can't see it. You think you think the costume is light gray and black, Mm -hmm. which is not the case. No, it's not the case. I've seen It's a dark blue, but but if you go look on the picture online, you'll see yeah. that I think there's I actual color.
0: Oh my gosh, we've talked to that about that before in length, where they they showed off. Yeah, they showed off I all thought all the, the, the costumes way before the movie even came out, which pissed me off. But whatever. At least I thought we
1: were gonna. I thought we might be able to get through a podcast without bringing up. <laughs> like it, but that was impossible. <laughs>
0: <laughs> but. Well, Daredevil is in spades, such an awesome – Marvel really brought that character back to life, I mean, after the, the debacle of, from 10 years ago, which, you know, right. again, could have been a really good movie had they not – I mean, there was still so many things in that movie that were like Joel Schumacher-ish, you know, a little too much, you know, whatever, just – like the you know the playground, yeah, scene, you know I read the, something. Of
1: yeah, that god, that fucking playground scene. I read somewhere where where Ben Affleck took that movie really hard because he really loves comic he books like we do.
0: A lot. He took that job because and he
1: um, yeah, but he didn't really have any. I think the studio fucked it up. I think was a Fox put that movie out. Yeah,
0: th- well, they did mess it up because if you do watch the director's cut, the rated R version, I'm telling you, it is better. I mean, it's not like twenty thousand times better, but. It does make the movie better, Um, like the vision that they were looking for. But, you know, again,
1: I'd be interested to like I'd be uh, like we've said before, like I I would love to see his vision for Daredevil. And I would love I can't wait to see his vision for for Batman. Yeah, me too. That dude knows how to direct and tell a story. So but, you know, Daredevil's back home with Marvel and they're doing a bang up job with the first season and they did a good job regardless of our um, problems with the second season and we have so much more to look forward to probably in 2 years we're going to get the defenders which will be interesting because around 2 years that's when the infinity wars will happen right that's
0: right so there's going to be a lot of i don't, so, I don't know about crossover but i mean they do once in a while bring up some of the superheroes like what's or the happenings around or, and all that stuff but um I don't, well
1: there's there's i mean with all the characters that they're introducing um like doctor strange and black panther and things like that they the russo brothers quoted that there's going to be even more and I'm thinking, like, well, there's no more, there's no more movies coming out from now until then. Could they be talking about Guardians of the Galaxy right. and the Street, the Street Heroes like Luke Cage and Jessica Jones and Iron Fist and Daredevil? Like, there's got to be like something. And I'm, I'm gonna fucking lose it if I see Charlie Cox in a fucking. Oh my god, Infinity I War will totally, That would be so I, fucking I already, badass. I already
0: lost it when I saw Spider Man. But you're right. If I saw Daredevil in an MCU movie, I would flip the fuck out. I'd be like.
1: It's, yeah because because it would be like Marvel like basically giving the middle finger to like to d c and saying like, what do you mean you can't have your fucking TV show mix in with your exactly. movies like we didn't that's like that's that's so much foresight that's so much like forward thinking on Marvel's point right. of like hiring somebody that they could believe in that would be in a movie so I really I really hope I really hope and pray that that the street level heroes on the TV shows, um, minus agents of Shield, are on are in the Infinity Wars. I do, like that would just be fucking awesome. I do
0: too, and and just I, and I believe I, I believe they could do it because the the way the writing, the way the shooting, the production value, all that stuff, it, it could translate. They could move people in and out. They could do it.
1: Yeah, Daredevil. Daredevil's actually in the Civil War story. Oh wow! And so is Luke. And so is Luke Cage. And so is Iron Fist. They're in that story. It's just that. You know, it would it would just it's too big of a story. Like if you actually did the real Civil War comic book version of it, like it would be like four it would be four movies. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It, it's too big. Yeah, but um, anyway. Well, anyway. So that's our that's our Daredevil episode. Uh, even though we touched a, more DC in here, which we'll try to avoid later on. <laughs> yeah, try to but, keep them uh, separate. I'm sure it'll come up again. When I'm sure it'll come up again when we talk about Civil War, like a, as a comparison.
0: Oh yeah, for sure. But, uh, yeah, that's Daredevil. Uh, if you haven't watched it yet, what are you doing listening to this? That was a waste of time. You should go watch Daredevil. Watch it again if you've already watched it. It's 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 phenomenal. It's an awesome show. And I look forward to the And defenders. do not
1: watch the Ben Affleck version.
0: <laughs> yeah, dude, throw it away. Break it. Throw the Electra away.
1: Or, actually, actually, if you have not watched Daredevil and for some reason you're watching this, go watch Ben Affleck's Daredevil. Then go watch the Marvel TV show and you'll understand – night and day what happens when marvel gets one of their kids back
0: yeah absolutely and i just wish they would have got fantastic four back but that's here or there we'll see what happens in the future
1: <laughs> yeah we'll see
0: anyway all right man well that's uh episode 16 of chew on this and nerds united podcast i'm bj Vic, chew on that peace <laughs> later <laughs>